0: Good evening, everybody, or whenever you're watching this. I'm excited to get the chance to share with you something that I've been working on for a number of months now. And I have started using it quite a bit as I am looking at possible bets, futures in particular, though. This dashboard that I want to share, that I'm going to share, I don't just want to, I'm going to. So get ready. I think it could be helpful in more ways than just for futures. So, I'm going to share my screen here in just a second and show you what it is. We're going to walk through it a piece at a time. Some people maybe will hang through the whole thing where others, maybe you kind of see what's going on and that'll be enough for you. So I want to just say upfront, if you want more information about this or want to get access to it, you can message me on Twitter at Big Tasty Sports. You can DM me there. You can also go to BigTastySports.substack.com. And this video is going to be on Substack as well. But if you, uh, so you can sign up for free. I've been, I've been posting not as frequently here lately. But as we get closer to the season, there will be a lot of free stuff coming out. And then there is a uh, pretty cost-efficient, I would say, uh, premium subscription you can get. And if you do that one, you will get ongoing access to this dash- dashboard I'm going to share. But even if you don't. I'm going to be posting a video every week during the season uh, called the futures report. And I'm going to be walking through uh, at least pieces of the dashboard, pointing out things that seem significant to me. So this is something that whether you decide to go do that premium subscription and get all of that or not, it could still be beneficial to you and you will still see this. And again, uh, you can message me on Twitter if you have any questions or want, want any more information. So With all that said, let's jump into it. So this is the dashboard, and I am going to use just this first team here. So, um, And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you may want to go to Big Tasty Sports on YouTube and watch the video as it'll be easier to see. But even if you're listening, I think you can get a little bit of an idea of what's on here. But I'm going to be talking about the Buffalo Bills as an example just to walk through the different pieces. But you can see here, all pretty, you know, obviously separated into different divisions. So you got the AFC divisions one at a time. And then below here, you've got all of the NFC divisions, not only in alphabetical order, but color-coded. So when there's alternate uniforms, it's hard to know which color to go with. But I just had to make those decisions. So I hope everybody's okay with it. Let's jump in here and you will see on the left-hand side, first of all, I have a projected win total, which for the bills right now, I have a 10, a floor, which is six right now, and a ceiling, which is 14. And you're probably like, holy crap, that's a wide range. It is a wide range, but this is part of what I wanna do as I walk through this piece at a time is show you how I get these numbers. And all of this is connected to things on these other sheets I'm gonna be showing you. So it all updates automatically as I update other pieces of this uh, as we move up to the season and then during the season. So for the win totals, 10, 6, and 14, this is my ongoing season schedule sheet. And you can see that there are three different colors on here. If I highlight Buffalo row five, you can see there's either green, there's yellow, and there's red. Here's what that means for me is green is I give the team over a 60% chance to win that game. So I think it is likely that they will win. And I mean, I'm not gauging every one of these games down to a tenth of a percent or anything. But just generally, that is my bar is I would expect this team to win more than 60% of the time. Red is on the other side. I think they're going to lose 60% of the time or more. So they have less than a 40% chance of winning. And then yellow is anything in between. So it's something close to a coin flip. But, you know, I might think, hey, they're more likely to lose. They're more likely to win. But it's going to be close. And so I go through every team and during the season and actually multiple times before the season, I go through every team and update this and make sure that everything is balanced. So I have the right number of wins indicated that, you know, if I have one team winning, obviously the team they're playing needs to be losing. All that kind of stuff is done in here. And then we scroll over and you can see that what I do is every game that I have Buffalo winning, that green color comes into the win column. The red ones come into the loss column, and then the yellow ones come into this neutral column here. And then that populates over here with the floor, so this is how I got to that floor of six, is I have them expected to win six games, over 60%. The ceiling is all of those wins plus the neutral games combined. So if they won every game they should, and if they won every game that I think is sort of a coin flip, that's the ceiling. And then my projected wins is a little bit of science, but a little bit of art where I'm just looking at the neutral games that I have and thinking through how I, you know, percentage wise would expect those to go. And then that's how I come to my projection. So I have 10 for them, 10 wins, seven losses. And then this is this last column is not on the dashboard. But um, if you are in this overall sheet and you wanted to look at it, the variance is just how how wide is the gap between uh or really how many how many of those neutral games are there where it's more unsure so the lower the variance the more confident i would be in a projection so for for buffalo that variance is 0.47 which is is pretty high that i mean there are some higher but it's probably in the top third so it makes me a little less confident is all that that means so all of that comes back to populate 10 the projected wins the floor and the ceiling and again I'm going to be updating this multiple times before the season, every week during the season, and these numbers will just automatically update and be there. Underneath that, I have where their Vegas wins are right now, what the sports books have. And then I have an over and an under. And this is one of the things, I mean, certainly if you can find places out there that are updating these you know, every, every minute, uh, number one, let me know about that because I haven't really found that for futures betting. If you do, uh, I would love to see it. But I am before the season, I will probably only update these lines every couple of weeks. But when we get into the season, I will be updating them a couple times per week. And I will make sure, again, if you follow on Substack, I will get out when these lines are going to be updated. So what this gives you is not only the line on their over and under, but the best line on the over and the best line on the under. That comes from this sheet, which is lines. And I want to show you a couple things here. So you may have other books than I do. And that is something that you would have to look into then. But I have all the teams in alphabetical order. I have their win total here. And then DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, BetRivers, and BetOnline. And then I have whatever the best line is out of all five of those books. And that's what's populating to the dashboard. Same thing for the unders. Now, you'll notice there are some green and red squares on here as well. I kind of like the color coding. What that's showing you is whether a line has gotten better or worse since the last time that I ran these. So for Buffalo, you can see that I have minus 150 on DraftKings for their over, and it's red. That means that line was better. The, uh, before I updated these the last time, and now the best is minus 134 on FanDuel. So DraftKings doesn't have the best line. It probably was closer last time. The other thing that I will just point out briefly that's probably pretty self explanatory if you look up here at Baltimore, there are a couple lines where it has nine and a half in parentheses. That's because most books have their over under a 10 and a half, but DraftKings and Bet Rivers both have a nine and a half. And so I just indicate that beside it. And then obviously that affects the line. In addition, we're going to come back to this, but I have the same thing for the odds to win the division over here. So obviously the divider, it says division. And then on the right hand side, same thing lines for all five books with the best line that you can get on any of those teams. And that will be updated a couple times a week. So you come back here and if you like the over you can see what that line is at. If you like the under, you can see what that line is at. And then if you actually want to make a bet, you could pop on over to this lines tab and go, which book was it that had that good line? Oh, it was minus 134. That's FanDuel. So I want to go to FanDuel and make my bet. So that's the win totals. Um, and, and that's what's available there. Let's move over to the right-hand side for the Buffalo Bills. And you can see this section called division. I already talked about the odds, and that just comes from that that other tab we were just looking at with all the lines. So this is their best odds to win the division right now, plus 135. And then the implied probability, which is 42.55%. Again, all of this updates automatically when the lines are updated. And then the BT, this is big, tasty probability. So this is where I have their probability to win. And this is where I think this dashboard could be useful to you even if you really disagree with me on where some of these teams are at because you're still going to be able to see where the best odds are, what the implied probability is. And you could look through the AFC East and say, hey, I think the Buffalo Bills are far and away the best team in the AFC East, so they're they're going to win this division over 50% of the time. If you think that, you could say, man, their implied probability right now, 42.55, that's probably not a bad bet, and you could go make that bet so and that oh let me show you too so this is the division tab and again this uh this is what populates the dashboard but i did want to just show you uh what's on here because you would be able to flip over to this if you wanted to so you can see here the afc east there's buffalo uh the wins so this is what i'm projecting for their wins which is 10 the the variance so again that's that's that number of how confident am i which at 0.47 not a real high confidence at this point the odds the implied probability and and then my probability so you could flip over here if you wanted to see some of that extra information or just look at the divisions and not the whole dashboard but i feel like you know the dashboard is easy to look through with the divisions lined up the way it is but that's where it comes from and again just want you to see where it's coming from all right so there's two more things on here, and that is under this metrics bar. So the first one is S-O-S-S-T-D-E-V. What that means is strength of schedule, standard deviation, which this comes for me from this strength of schedule tab. And again, if you're really into <laughs> into betting the NFL, I think some of these tabs actually have a lot of interest. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit here, but let me first talk about how I got the strength of schedule, standard deviation, and and kind of what it means. So, what I did first is I broke the teams into tiers, um, which uh, you know I I did separately and then populated this. I had six tiers, and so the teams that were in the top tier, I gave them six points. You can see I have Baltimore in that top tier, Buffalo, Cincinnati, uh, Jacksonville, Kansas City, and again, you could look in here and and figure out some of your own stuff if you disagree with me. Uh, But the point is those get broken into six tiers and then I come over here to the schedule and all of these again auto populate. So one of the great things about this throughout the season is as we get into the season, if I say, man, I thought Baltimore was in that top tier, but they're actually more of a middling team. So I'm going to end up giving them four points instead of six. It will automatically update all of the spots where Baltimore has a game in this schedule. And it will automatically update the statistics over here with the mean and the standard deviation and everything. So this is going to populate the dashboard right away if we change these tiers. So then, uh, you know, so let's stick with Buffalo here. Basically, there's a number underneath each one of their games, and that correlates to the tier that I had each team in. And at the end, there is a total. So if you wanted to, honestly, you could just look through these totals and pick out... The teams that have higher totals have harder schedules because, again, the most points a team can have is six in terms of strength of schedule. So the highest totals are going to be the hardest. You can see here. New England has a 74. I think that's the the highest total of anyone. There's only a couple that are over 70. Uh, Miami has a 71. Not, Not a surprise that these are from the AFC East, right? And so you could just look at those numbers. But in addition, then... I have over here on the right, again, all the teams in alphabetical order. This is their total for their strength of schedule. So you could glance through these. You don't um, have to look over there on the left, but you can see where everybody's at. And then beside it is the standard the number of standard deviations they are away from the mean. So what the reason I went with standard deviation is that it gives you a sense of how big of an outlier a team's schedule is. In other words, if you took the mean, and uh, oh, I actually have the mean here. it's sixty one point three two five. no three one two five. So that's the mean strength of schedule. And then one standard deviation, is 7.35 and again you don't need to understand all if you do understand it that's great if you want to study it go study it but you don't need to know that to use this I'm going to tell you like what this means but I'm just telling you that this is where it comes from and a standard deviation is just uh, like one tick mark away from the mean to try to put it simply and so when we look at the standard deviation for each team the the higher a number is over zero the harder that team's schedule is relative to all the other teams. So you're not just getting a strength of schedule number, you're getting a comparison of how their schedule is compared to the rest of the league. Now, one important caveat here is you're getting that sense of their schedule in relation to everyone else's based on the numbers that I've done. So if you think that I'm way off with the the different tiers and point values that I gave teams, then you'd be like, oh, this isn't right fair enough. But if you think I'm in the ballpark, then this is going to give you a really clear number. And and here's something that I think is really interesting is let's take Atlanta. And I could look at Atlanta and say, oh, their strength of schedule is a 45. Man, that's low. There's not many people below 50. And I go, oh, it's a pretty easy schedule. But then I come over here to the standard deviation and it's 2.219. Well, minus 2.219 standard deviation. You scroll through here, there's only one other team that even is at a negative two, which is, oh, nope, there, there must be two, because I'm pretty sure New Orleans. Oh, yeah, that is New Orleans. New Orleans is at negative 2.49. These two teams far and away have the easiest schedules based on my projections. No other teams are even at a negative two. So in comparison to the rest of the league, you can get, really get a sense. So this is where in the dashboard the strength of schedule standard deviation is coming from and here's how you can well you can use this in a lot of ways but let me just click through the AFCs quick so the Bills 1.45 that's pretty high over one means a tough schedule Miami 1.317 New England 1.72 talked about them having the toughest schedule and then the Jets 0.9 so the Jets' schedule isn't easy at a 0.9, but when you compare it to the rest of the division, it is significantly easier. I mean, it's 0.4 standard deviations better than the next best team, which is the Dolphins at 1.3. So once you understand what that standard deviation score means, you can just click through these divisions and understand where teams are at in terms of their strength of schedule. And one of the reasons we're doing these uh, previews for the different divisions. When we get to the AFC East, I'll talk about kind of like in the Jets, it is, I think they can be good, but also that I think they have the easiest schedule out of any team in this division. Again, as we go through the season and these numbers get updated, this number will adjust and you'll be able to see, man, how hard is their schedule actually? And this will help us to understand things like when a team is leading the division halfway through, Are they, I mean, are they for real? Whatever that means. But you could say, have they had a tough schedule or maybe is it because their schedule's just been really easy? And that'll be updated regularly each week or more. So you'll be able to tell that. All right, there's one final thing on here and that is the bet signal. (laughs) It is probably a pretty cheesy name, but I couldn't think what else to call it. So that's what I called it was the bet signal. And you can see here, the bet signal is under. Well what does that mean? Basically the bet signal is either over, under, or none. If it's under and okay so this is related to what I think about the way that their schedule goes especially in the first quarter of the season and then the first half of the season and I'll show you that in just a minute what exactly that means. But the bet signal means if you like the under bet it now. Now It doesn't mean bet the under, okay? This is an important thing because every one of these, you know, has a bet signal and many of them are not none. So it doesn't mean bet the under, but it means if as you look at everything else, you think the under is a good bet, then now is the time to bet it. Don't wait. Where like with the Dolphins, it's none. So it's sort of agnostic in terms of over or under. We'll skip down here to the Bengals. Their bet signal is over, which means if you like the over, bet it now. If you like the under, you might want to wait. All of that comes from this sheet. And you can see here, I mean, this is pretty basic. I'm not going to write a book in terms of the reasoning for these things. But I have the team, the bet signal, and then some notes. And you see here what I said is the Bills could legitimately be two and three after five games. They have a tough schedule all the way through, but they have four softer games after the first five. In other words, if they're two and three after five games, guess what's going to happen to their season win total line? It's going to come down. Right now, it's 10 and a half juice to the over. If they go two and three, it's probably 10 and a half even or 10 and a half with some plus money. So if you like the under, you're going to get the best line by betting it now. If you like the over, Why not wait and get a better line? If it goes bad enough, maybe you even get a nine and a half at some point. This to me is a massive part of betting futures successfully in the NFL is reading the schedule and all these different factors and not just understanding what to bet, but understanding when to bet it. And and so one of the great things here too is if you're looking at this sheet, you can go through here and read my reasoning for why I have the bet signal I do. And you might say, Man, when I look at the Bills schedule, I think they're going to be 5-0 and after five games. Well, obviously, your signal then would be over, right? Because we disagree on where they're likely to be after five games. So that's what feeds into the dashboard here in terms of the bet signal. So when you put that all together, while this is fairly simple and compact for each team, I think there's a lot of information that's being brought in here. And there are other tabs here that you can click over to to get more information in each one of these areas if you want as well. Um, One of the things I am also considering is making this available uh, where you can make a copy of it and then you could go put in your own numbers and it would populate this dashboard with what you think. So if that's something that you are interested in, please let me let me know that as well. And I will consider doing that, too. All right, that is the overview of the NFL dashboard. Uh, pretty excited for that, excited for you to check it out. Again, I will have in the description the link to the Substack, and that is where this will live. So uh, go over there and get signed up. Again, even if you sign up for free, you'll still be able to um, see the sheet as I update things and go through what I like. And if you sign up for the premium subscription, you will also just get the link to be able to look at this whenever you want to. All right. Thanks for sticking with me and excited as we move toward the NFL. Have a good evening, and I will talk to you later.